I think that is like people are kind of over the highlight reel. You know, they don't want to just see everything perfect, polished, and pretty. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about the lifelong journey to become your best self, live your best life, and do your best work. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self love, confidence, happiness goal smashing and much more and And now now, on on to to the episode welcome back it is episode two of small business september and today karen and i are going to be talking about infusing you into your business personalizing your business so that it has your authentic voice and basically this is your business so creating it with your personal stamp on it I think that's important regardless of what type of business you have, because if you're the leader and you end up hiring more people on, like you want it to be your vision and just have that, I guess, (laughs) help me out, Karen. What what do they want to do? What do they want to (laughs) have? What I see a lot, especially when coaching people is like, how do I stand out? Like I'm doing something that a lot of other people do. Like it's not special. It's not unique. And what makes your business unique, what makes your product or service unique is you. Like no one else is you. No one else likes the things that you, I mean, not no one else likes the things that you like, but like no one has the exact combination (laughs) of interests, likes, personality traits, quirks, all that kind of stuff that you have. So just being yourself, not trying to like copy anyone else, not trying to make water yourself down, you know, so that you can fit in with the crowd. I feel like it goes against what we learn especially coming up in the school system. It's kind of like, sit down, be quiet, do what you're told. Don't make waves. Don't be too loud. Don't, you know, and in business, it's the opposite. (laughs) It's like, stand up, make all the waves, you know, be loud, be proud, be you, be different. Don't try to fit into the box. So it can be kind of difficult because it's not what we're used to. And a lot of times, unless you have like started a business or are really heavy into like personal development and self-growth and stuff like that, you might not even have tried this before. It might be a new muscle that you're stretching, you know, where you're like fully owning who you are and really being loud and proud about it. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. And I relate to that because I do feel like entrepreneurship is what actually made me wake up inside and become more of who I was supposed to be. And it's funny because I like to get lost in my thoughts and memories and everything. And it's like, oh, this has all kind of been there in the past, but I just never really paid attention to it because in the moment, it just seemed like natural what was happening. But I look back and it is like I had that entrepreneurial spirit and that kind of attitude of like, take it or leave it. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs have that where because we're <laughs> I, I was talking to a client like a week or two ago to like, if I had a week where I wasn't like, I'm going to ball this whole thing up and throw it over a mountain, I would get myself checked because it's, <laughs> it's just a roller coaster. But I mean, that that's who I am as a person. I have very high ups and very low lows. But you know, they are fortunately, they're fleeting. 
it would be cooler if the highs were <laughs> were around for longer but um no I agree and it's like you can kind of discover parts of yourself that maybe you didn't really know or realize like I didn't think I was a writer even though in work I've done a lot of writing in school, especially getting an MBA and a master's in project management. There was a lot of essays, a lot of papers. So I did a lot of writing, but I didn't really think of myself as a writer until I started doing it to get paid outside of like a work environment or a school environment where I was like, okay, I'm going to blog for profit and I want to write, you know, maybe publish a book or whatever. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm a writer. And then I started kind of owning, yeah, I like writing. I'm, I'm a writer. And like all the like writer memes and that identity of writer felt like, yeah, that's me. But I didn't really think of that or know that until I started looking at it from this entrepreneurial stance of writing for profit and maybe publishing books and being an author and all that. So I feel like being an entrepreneur definitely does help you discover things about yourself that maybe are already there, but you just haven't paid attention to them, or maybe you really don't know them yet. It can be that kind of a journey. The Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha podcast is sponsored by Self Love Reboot. Ready to revive your relationship with yourself? Learn more, register, and get started today. Go to selfloverebootcom and don't forget to use code Honest Combos to get your exclusive podcast listener rate. I feel like writing was part of the expectations that were on you for the school and for the career. But once you started doing it, it's like when when you're talented and gifted at something and you just assume that everybody else is as well. And it's like, no, you actually have like a skill for this and it is something that can be monetized. And I I felt kind of the same way too. And that, you know, I started on my path with being a blogger. I didn't monetize it because I'm very adverse to <laughs> you know, researching that kind of thing, like how you can actually do it and having the pop-ups. And I know there's ways to do it and get brand sponsorship and that kind of thing. But from writing the blog, that helped me with the copywriting that I'm doing now and, you know, the social media posts and it all kind of feeds into each other. And I do think that that kind of gave me a leg up on being super authentic because I did have that anonymous blog. So it was like, I, I are, I kind of went into my businesses with the mentality, like, Oh, I've already put it all out there. (laughs) There's already (laughs) a digital footprint of like me sharing openly about sobriety and addiction and depression and anxiety and all of that. So I had already processed all of that in a public type way. So when I started sharing with my business, that's how I was able to connect so much with so many women where they join the society or they signed up for the connector conference or they tune into this because they know like, oh, Marsha's not screwing around. Like she's going to share what's on her mind. I don't want to hide anything of my past because every time I share about my issues, somebody reaches out and says, I really appreciate that. You know, that's very helpful for me. And if I can like help fight the stigma with addiction or mental health or anything, just bringing any type of light is (laughs) 
Is it a good thing? You all right over there? <laughs> my throat is crazy. Oh <laughs> We're having some Monday morning issues. Okay. We should be, you know, it's a holiday today, so we should have taken the day off, but we're still at it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love what you said because I think that is like people are kind of over the highlight reel. You know, they don't want to just see everything perfect, polished and pretty. So being real, like sharing your real self, your real thoughts. I mean, there is a degree of polarization that you need to have a stance. You need to have opinions about things. You need to be true to who you are, what you believe, what your values are. Some might say you don't want to be too real because you could turn off people, but I think that's what you want to do. You want to turn off some people. You right. want to turn on the right people and turn off the wrong people. Totally. And trying to water yourself down and be vanilla and appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. It's so important to embrace the fact that you're going to not be everyone's cup of tea. That was not easy for me. Like when I started my blog and I was writing for HuffPost, I wrote a a piece that was, I think it was like why I regularly invade my teenager's privacy or something like that. I just revisited that on your YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah, I know. And yeah. it went viral. They had me on HuffPost Live to talk about it. And I mean, there were a ton of people that were like, that's right. Uh-huh. I'm down with this. Like, hell yeah. And then there were almost just as many people that were like, you're a terrible mom. Your kids are going to hate you. This is terrible. Who does that? And like, I mean, it requires a tough skin, a thick skin when you decide to like really own who you are, what you think, what you believe. And that's what I did. Like, I didn't respond to any of those haters. I was like, whatever, I'm not for you. This doesn't work for you. Nobody said you had to do it. Like, I'm just sharing my journey, what I do. But you have to kind of be ready and okay with the fact that some people are going to be like, you're terrible, you know, and you just be like, okay, cool. Like, and keep it moving, but don't change right. who you are. Cause that does, you know, they're not for you. And the people who are for you, are going to be like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah, we talk about that quite a bit because I think that you and I get it to our core just how important it is to have those intimate relationships where you know that those people have your back. People that come for you, <laughs> like, like you have a whole army of, of women who can grab their pitchforks, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why... I don't recommend doing entrepreneurship alone. You need to have like masterminds or biz besties. You need to have that community because anytime you are out there invisible, like you said, if you're really owning your message and what it is you're putting out into the world, there are going to be people who are going to disagree with you. And that's fine because I'm open to having my mind changed about stuff. If I hear something that makes sense to me. And then I investigate it further. And when people don't agree with you, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong. It's just that we have different perceptions right. and it's fine for people to disagree with you. But Ryan and I just had a talk with the boys about this. I'm not going <laughs> to get into where this stemmed from, but we told the kids, we're like, do not say anything online that you would not say to someone's face. Ryan, yeah, Ryan taught me this a while ago. You know, he works at a country club and he was, he got like some email one night. It was like eight or 9 p.m. and it was just like vitriol. 
file. And I was just like, what is this woman's problem? And so, and this was many years ago. Who knows if she's still around? I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't name names. And I, I don't think he even told me the name, but I read it and I was just like, she seems like a really horrible person. And he goes, you know, the funny thing is, is she would never say any of this to your face. She's super mm. smiley and, ah, you know. So I was like, how are you going to respond? He's like, I'm going to respond when I see her in person. And I was like, oh, she's about to get burned. Because <laughs> I'm like, Ryan can, he's a man of very few words. And I'm like, she doesn't even know what's about to happen, but she's about to get a life lesson. So that's the thing about when you do put yourself out there, though, and you're owning your message, you're going to get some trolls, some people mm-hmm. who literally live for that adrenaline burst that they get from being a jerk you know because some people like that is all that they all that's keeping them alive is that hatred and that negativity because it's fuel for them you know it Mm -hmm. helps them live their worthless life (laughs) (laughs) sorry but anyway i did learn this in the tarmore playing big program but she said that when you do do those things To actually have someone who can go through it and give you, because some negative feedback is good. Right. So you can have like somebody who you know, who is just going to look at it with like a objective eye and then they can scroll through all the BS, but then share with you the things that might actually make an impact on you. Yeah. And I feel like that's also why it's so important to really know your values, know what your opinion actually is, not an opinion you got from reading stuff online or a person like your spouse or significant other, or, you know, your community or friends, like your actual opinion. What do you believe and think about things? Because then when you get those, you know, less than favorable (laughs) comments and responses, you know, you can kind of let it roll off your back more because you're sure of what you value, what you believe, what your opinion is, rather than if you don't have that assurance, then it's like a little bit easier to get sucked into that negativity spiral. Well, did I say the wrong thing? Maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't think that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not, you know, like you get kind of down a a spiral you don't want to go in. So just really being assured of what your values are, what you believe in and what your opinion is not an opinion that you got from other people or, you know, just from like reading things. Like, what do you really think and believe and stand up for? Yes, totally. So what do you think about like infusing you into your business? What do you think that means like on a branding standpoint? Because I do know that that can like cause a lot of people to maybe focus on the not so important parts like of getting mm-hmm. paying clients or actually selling product that kind of thing do you have anything that you want to share about that I've seen that happen before and it's like I think it's important to know that your brand and your business is going to evolve with you mm-hmm. um, but what are you thinking yeah, I, I definitely think like branding to me, it's something that can be fun, but it can also be very stressful. And it can be something that a lot of entrepreneurs will let delay them from, you know, moving forward because they're like, oh, well, my website isn't the perfect colors or whatever. Like I don't have the right images and all this branding. It is important and it should represent 
you, like who you are. And like you just said, it will evolve. I mean, when I look at my like very first websites, I cringe because I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but that's also Karen of almost a decade ago who right. created that. So I have to honor the fact that at the time <laughs> I was into pink and purple and like weird combinations of graphics. But now, you know, I have a more simpler brand that just is like kind of just putting me forward and not trying to hide behind graphics and stuff. I would definitely encourage you not to get hung up on branding, especially in the beginning, because you're going to try a lot of stuff until you figure out what really feels right, what you feel like really represents you. Because even if you're creating a company, you are the brand in the beginning. Like until you like fully build out a team and, and really have a whole like army with you, it's you. And even when you have a team and you've built your army, it's still you leading it. If you're the CEO or, you know, the founder, owner, whatever. So you do want to think about what you feel like represents you, but also be flexible so that it can evolve and change and grow with you. And if it means that your website gets a refresh every couple of years, I'm putting my hand up because that's me. <laughs> so, you know, that's okay. Like, it's okay to like, let your brand evolve with you. It doesn't have to stay exactly the same. I'm not saying that you want to like totally change it up because if you are building a business, you do want to have some recognition in your marketplace. So if you come out with new logos every couple of years, that might be a little confusing for people, but you know, so it, it's a process. So just let it be a process, <laughs> but also just bring your full self to it. However you're feeling, whatever you think represents you at that time, make sure that, that it really is what you want. Don't just do something to just do something, but also don't overthink it. It's kind of an oxymoron, but. <laughs> no, I totally see what you're saying because I agree with that. I do think personality is queen for this situation, you know, like mm -hmm. I, there's somebody that I heard on a podcast and she is a consultant and she teaches people how to get into consulting. And I went to her website and it was like stock images and I joined her Facebook group. I went to her website first and I was not that impressed with like the aesthetic but I just really connected with her on a personal and professional level based off what she was saying in the podcast. So I thought, you know, okay, whatever. So joined her Facebook community and I just love the message that she's putting into the world and she's a little bit older. And so it's not what I'm used to seeing, you know, like I'm used to more like peer based marketing, but her content is so valuable that like, you don't really think much about it. It's just like, okay, well, she just hasn't put a ton of money or energy or effort into the branding, which I think is the smart way to go. It's like, just get out there, get your voice out there, get your personality out there. And then people are very forgiving, I think, if you're providing them with valuable content. I think another thing about making sure that your business portrays you is that boundary work, creating awareness from your clients, from your potential clients, whatever, of like how you work, how they're able to reach you and what you're willing to put forward in your business. Because that's yeah. very important, right? Like your business yeah. 
yeah, like that was in one of the summits I did over the summer. It was all about boundaries because I felt like at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody kind of just threw everything <laughs> through all of their boundaries into the garbage and they were like oh I'm available 24 7 let's pop on a zoom let's talk how can I help mm -hmm. you and people were coming undone and so it's like your business needs to feed you not bleed you you need to make sure that you do have parameters around your business so that it doesn't affect every single aspect of your life you know Definitely. Yeah. And that is part of, again, your values, what you believe in, and just like, what are your standards and running your business your way, not according to anybody else's business setup or anybody else's values or like how you want the business to be set up. It's okay. Like whatever you want is okay. So being, being okay with what's okay, <laughs> but yeah, being being good with that. Don't feel like you have to bend or change yourself. The right people that vibe with you are going to be a part of your tribe. And that's what you want. You don't want the wrong people in your tribe. Not at all. Because those wrong people take up all your time and energy. And then it skews what you can share with the right people. So, okay. So we talked about being authentic with what you're sharing having a community so when you are authentic and, you, and the trolls come out that, that you're protected in that way investing money in branding like mm -hmm. maybe hold off on it and then also like working around your time and energy yep perfect well <laughs> we could talk about this all day but we'll cut it off here and definitely we really want to hear from you especially on these topics where we're talking more personal, you know, bringing you and infusing yourself into your business. What does that mean to you? And how have you done that in your business? We would absolutely love to hear from you on facebook.com slash honest combos or Instagram or Twitter at honest combos eight, number eight. And we're excited to continue this series. We're going to talk about visibility, some tools that you can use in your business, partnerships. We have a lot more coming for you. So definitely tune in. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 